Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Good morning. It's 830 on Wednesday, November 22nd, just one day before Thanksgiving. I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, to shop or not to shop? That's the question as Attorney General Jim Hood reminds Mississippians to protect themselves this holiday season. Then officials say the roads will be filled with travelers this weekend. Hear what they say you should consider before you drive off. Then food safety experts offer tips on baking and storing your best turkey yet. And find out how a program is bringing the warmth of home to parents with sick children. That's all coming up. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. One of Mississippi's busiest weekends for shopping is also a busy weekend for scamming. As many head out to catch Black Friday and Small Business Saturday deals, others will begin surfing the net for Cyber Monday savings. Attorney General Jim Hood says either way, remember to protect both personal and financial information this holiday season. He says purses and computer payment systems are at risk for theft. General Hood recommends a few safety measures to ward off would-be thieves. He tells us buying from a trusted local retailer is a good option. Well, we encourage people to shop locally. Uh, with someone that you know, that's the safest way to, to do business. You know, before you go into a physical facility, always make sure you park in an area where which will be well lit if you come out, you know, after dark or something like that. You just have to be careful about your surroundings and things like that. Every once in a while, you know, you just have to kind of keep an eye out for uh, those card readers at a, at a store when you're checking out, but you can tell if they've been messed with. And generally, the, the merchants are much more careful in watching uh, for that now. Some of the time we see it on gas pumps and so forth. Then, you know, you've got to consider online uh, shopping as well and, and safety online. You have to pi- try to pay attention when you go to a, and try to shop with a known uh, entity uh, online. And uh, when you do, like, do your credit card information into the uh, to their system, you have to really notice at the top of the URL line that it'll be green and it'll have a lock up there if it's a secure transaction facility. But you have to be careful online. And then, you know, after the after you get your bills, be real careful to read them over. You know, we've had the hack at Equifax. You know, we maybe start seeing some of those um uh, charges uh, in your name for an identity theft. It's okay in those cases then to give your credit card information o- online because, you know, we're all nervous about that. Who's who's getting that credit card information? Yeah, and that's why I say uh, if you're shopping online, do it with a, you know, a, a trusted uh, merchant. You have to be really careful about uh, some of the eBay entities that are selling online because a lot of it will be in China and you've got to deal with the translation and some of the time the goods aren't what they're supposed to be. So I recommend people really pay attention uh, when they're on eBay and shopping that they're not dealing directly with a merchant because there are 
difficulties and, and it's just hard to ever get any kind of warranty if you get one that's not reparable. General Hood, are there any specific scams going on right now that you know of? We constantly are seeing the, the scam calls that they'll, uh, it'll, it'll be a, some type of emergency situation. They'll say, well, they're in jail. It's act like they're a friend of yours. They're spoofing someone else's email, which makes it look like it comes from the person that you know. But anytime somebody wants a transaction to occur in an emergency situation, you can just about bet that it's a scam. And we just settled with West, Western Union um, because they were allowing those scams to go on and knew about it. And so we, attorneys general in 44 states, reached a settlement of $566 million pool for people to go back 13 years. If you've ever been scammed, we recommend you go to aggmhood.com, um, or you can dial our consumer protection division in our office. I know one person that uh, his daddy lost like 17000 bucks in one of those where they allegedly won the lottery and had to pay their taxes on the winnings, you know, that type thing. So that's pretty significant uh, money that will go back to people if they just know it, you know, and then they, they actually pursue it uh, through an application. What about if you want to buy something through Craigslist, say, and you're meeting somebody locally? Is there a way that you recommend um, or do you recommend buying something that way when you're purchasing from someone you don't know, a private party? Yeah, you know, you have to be careful with Craigslist purchases as well. You know, if it gives an address, uh, then check that before you even make the call. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So that old saying, if it's really dirt cheap, it may be hot, maybe something like that. But as far as your physical safety during the transaction, I recommend that you go to a public place in a parking lot and, and meet the person, particularly, you know, if it's uh, they ask for cash or, you know, which most of them will, um, you know, if, but you, you just need to be, make sure you're in a public place if you meet somebody and, now, if you really know the neighborhood and know the people, uh, I would be concerned about just going to somebody's house to look at something. But uh, to always take a friend with you and have your cell phone handy. Any other final advice you'd like to offer, either online or in-person shopping? We recommend to uh, go to local places and shop. And uh, the odds of you being a victim of a of a scam uh, are, are really reduced by you know shopping locally and doing business with the people you know and care about. Attorney General Jim Hood, thank you so much for your tips today. Thank you. To report fraud or scams this holiday season, contact the Attorney General's Consumer Protection Division. Coming up, officials say the roads will be filled with travelers this weekend. Hear what they say you should consider before you drive off. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. More Mississippians are expected to travel this weekend. That's according to AAA. They say this year's predictions are the largest number in 12 years. The Mississippi Highway Patrol is asking motorists to help make the roadways safer by focusing on safe driving as part of the travel plans. This year's Thanksgiving holiday enforcement period begins today. Safety checkpoints will be set up during to remove impaired drivers from the roadways and promote seatbelt usage. Captain Johnny Polis is the director of public affairs at the state highway patrol he tells us troopers made 67 dui arrests on state and federal highway systems well we're participating in operation care which is crash awareness and reduction effort and we're working with other states across the nation uh, to bring awareness to the number of crashes that uh, states are experiencing and we just want to lower those numbers 
Is this the busiest travel time in Mississippi? Well, Thanksgiving is one of the busiest traveled holidays. Uh, that's why we, we try to go out and, and educate the motoring public on the responsibilities they have. Uh, and I think weather is going to play a role. It looks like we're going to have some good weather. Uh, therefore, more more drivers will be out on the roadway. So we're just trying to get that safety message out. You'll have safety stops set up around the state? Well, all available troopers will be working through the holiday period, which actually begins Wednesday the 22nd at 6 p.m., will end Sunday the 26th at midnight. We will have safety checkpoints in place, and that's to remove impaired drivers and promote seatbelt usage. Does that indicate there are more drunk drivers on the road then, or can we assume there are always drunk drivers on the road? Well, you know, it's, it's, really, hard. it's really hard to track. Again, weather plays a role in our holiday period. Uh, when we have inclement weather, you do not have as many drivers uh, out on the roadways, and so your citation numbers are going to be lower. Unfortunately, um, our crash numbers are higher when we have things from lower. Uh, in regards to impaired drivers, we still deal with that issue. Uh, unfortunately, it's still taking lives, um, and, and the drivers have to make these responsible decisions. If you're going to drink, we're not. We, we don't want you not to have a good time during the holiday, but please have a uh, a driver in place a designated driver uh, that can fill that role to make sure everyone is riding to the destination safely. What are some of the previous years in terms of highway deaths? Well, last year in Mississippi, during the same holiday period for Thanksgiving, we investigated 171 crashes with two fatalities. It's really hard to say which holidays uh, are the most deadly. That falls solely on the shoulders of the drivers and the decisions that they make. 171 crashes, that seems like a lot. Now, we dealt with inclement weather for the year 2016 as far as the Thanksgiving holiday period. That makes a difference. Any final words of advice? We just want people to keep in mind that a lot of families will be driving this holiday period, and we all have the responsibilities uh, to look out after one another. And to do that, we just need to make responsible decisions behind the wheel. Captain Johnny Polis is the Director of Public Affairs Division for the Mississippi Highway Patrol. Captain Polis, thank you as always. Thank you for having us. Travelers are expected to hit the road despite higher gas prices. Mike Wright is Vice President of Public Affairs with AAA. He tells MPB's Desiree Frazier Mississippians should fill up before leaving the state. Gasoline prices are noticeably higher than what they paid last year. For example, in the state of Mississippi, the current average price throughout the state is $2.25, and that compares to last year at this time when the average price was $1.94. And despite that high price, uh, Mississippi average prices are noticeably below that of the national average, which is $2.53. So, so if you if travel in Mississippi, you're doing good. If you're leaving the state of Mississippi, I would suggest you leave with a full tank of gas. We're anticipating almost 51 million Americans be on the roadways, the airways, and the railways over the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday period. That's an increase of uh, 3.3% over last year. What is the reason for the increase in travel? I think that the main uh, reason that we're seeing increases in travel is the improving economic condition. People are feeling better about their economic situation. Uh, They're more willing to... uh, to spend uh, their resources uh, on travel. 
we've got more people. Uh, they're in better financial condition than they were in previous years, certainly following the recession of 2007. So things have gotten much better, and people are more willing to travel. What are some other major issues that are important to keep in mind when you're traveling this time of the year? If you do have a cell phone, take it with you in the event of an emergency. Also, you're going to need to know what you know, you might do a t- sort of a desktop exercise where you see what you're going to do in the event of an emergency. What if you have a blowout? Do you have a tire? Do you know how to change that tire? If you can't change the tire, do you know who you, who to call, how to call, how to summon assistance, and so forth? Well, we appreciate you. Thank you so much, Mr. Wright. Great talking to you. You have a nice holiday. The Mississippi Highway Patrol will begin the 2017 Thanksgiving holiday enforcement period today at 6 and concludes Sunday, November 26th at midnight. Coming up, food safety experts offer tips on baking and storing your best turkey yet. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. USDA food safety experts have some advice for Mississippians cooking turkey dishes this Thanksgiving. They say this is a time to be especially careful, particularly for those who don't regularly prepare turkey or cook for large numbers of people. Serious illness can result from several commonly held time-saving practices, such as stuffing the turkey the night before, thawing the bird on the counter, and serving a turkey once it is golden brown and the juices run clear. These actions put family members at risk for food poisoning. Sarah Lichtman is a food safety expert at USDA. She tells us the biggest errors most often made in the kitchen. Well, there are actually two big mistakes that we see people making uh, around this time of year. Um, The first one is relying on the color of the turkey or the color of the juices to determine doneness. That's a big no-no. Only a food thermometer can help you determine if your turkey is done. And um, all poultry, including turkey, needs to reach an internal temperature of 165 degrees Fahrenheit to be safe to eat. Um, And you need to check that temperature in three places, the thickest part of the breast, the innermost part of the thigh, and the innermost part of the wing. You know those things that pop up out of the turkey, are those reliable? Yeah, um, pop-up food thermometers uh, that come with the turkey are a good guide, um, but they're, they should not be the definitive answer. So you do need to go out um, and get yourself um, an independent food thermometer and, again, check that temperature in three places. Make sure it reaches 165 degrees. I've also heard that if you wiggle uh, the thigh and if it moves easily, then that indicates doneness. Yeah, no, that, that again, it might be a good guide, um, but it's, it's definitely shouldn't be what you use to determine if the turkey is done. What else do we need to take extra care with? Um, well, the second big mistake that um, people sometimes make is washing the turkey. Um, and washing the turkey with water is actually counterproductive. It can help spread bacteria around your kitchen. Um, it can spread to other things that may be around the sink. Um, so it's best to just Put your turkey right in the oven, um, make sure it reaches that internal temperature, 165 degrees, and that will kill any bacteria or any germs that you're worried about on your turkey. I'm guilty of that because there's sometimes blood in the turkey or stuff, and I, I stuff my turkey, so I want that stuff out of there. 
Yeah, so if you see anything that, that you know, doesn't look right to you on, on the outside of the turkey and um, you want to get it off, we do recommend um, if you do need to do something like that, that you take a damp paper towel and just kind of pat it off the outside of the turkey. What about stuffing the turkey? I've heard different things about its safety. It's actually best to not stuff a turkey. Um, we recommend cooking the stuffing outside of the turkey um, for, for optimum safety. Um, but if you are going to stuff a turkey, we recommend uh, not stuffing that the night before cooking it. Um, the harmful bacteria can multiply in that stuffing, and it can cause food poisoning. Um, so what you want to do is... Um, Prepare the wet and dry ingredients separately. If you want to do that the night before, that's fine. Um, but then when you're ready to cook the turkey, mix those wet and dry ingredients and stuff the turkey just before you're about to cook it. What is the concern if you do stuff a turkey and you said you prefer that people don't? Is there bacteria that comes from inside the turkey into the stuffing? Um, well, the bacteria that is in the turkey um, can transfer to the stuffing, and um, and when you stuff the turkey, it can take longer to cook. So again, if, if you are going to stuff it, we recommend using that food thermometer um, and not only checking the temperature of the turkey in those three places, um, but you want to check the internal temperature of the stuffing itself as well to make sure that has reached 165 degrees. If it's reached 165, it should be fine to eat. After the turkey comes out of the oven, it rests for a certain period of time, then it goes to the table, and it sits on the table while people eat. How long can the turkey stay out and still be uh, good enough to eat later on for leftovers? No more than two hours. That's absolutely the maximum amount of time. Um, so if you do it like my family and you kind of linger over the table, we recommend just Packing up those leftovers within two hours, getting those in the refrigerator, and then you can catch up with your family members, play board games, do whatever you need to do, um, but two hours is, is the maximum. Is there any concern about side dishes or extra precautions that should be taken? Just make sure that you're you know, cooking any meats to the proper internal temperatures, um, and again, not leaving things out on the table for a long period of time, getting them right in the refrigerator. Any final words of advice? If anybody has any questions on Thanksgiving Day, um, they can reach uh, our meat and poultry hotline, um, and that's going to be open from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, and then on Thanksgiving Day, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Central Time. Um, so that number is one eight 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 mp hotline and we have food safety experts that are ready to answer any questions you may have. Wonderful. Sarah Lichman is a food safety expert for the USDA. Sarah, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Lichman says four simple steps, clean, separate, cook, and chill, can keep your family safe. Coming up, find out how a program is bringing the warmth of home to parents with sick children. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. The Health Minute is underwritten by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Live healthy, live blue. It's good to be blue. This is Mississippi Edition. Thanksgiving is the time of year when families come together to celebrate the holiday. But for parents of children who are hospitalized away from home, that can be difficult. The Ronald McDonald House in Jackson is a place for families of critically ill children who must travel to Jackson for specialized medical care. The nonprofit is located on the University of Mississippi Medical Center's campus. Chris Kennedy is house manager at the Ronald McDonald House. 
The mission of the Ronald McDonald House is to provide temporary housing for families who have children that are in the hospital. Mainly, we're going to serve families that have children in ICU at Children's Hospital, whether it be NICU or PICU, some other unit like that. How many families do you have right now? Right now, I believe we're going to have 12 families checked into the house. We can hold 16. Is there a cost for living here? There is no cost. Now, we do give our families the opportunity to make a donation if they would like to, but that donation is not required for them to be able to stay here. What do um, families have access to? All families that check into the house have, uh, obviously, a, a room with with a at least a queen-size bed, sometimes a queen and a twin, in a full bath. So they're able to have somewhere comfortable to sleep and stay, so that's one less thing they have to worry about when they're taking care of their child in the hospital. Walking around, notice pumpkins and just different pieces that kind of remind us of the holiday spirit. Why do you guys do that? We want the Ronald McDonald House to feel as much as we can like a home away from home for the families that are here because they're in an, in a situation that's very stressful uh, with a child in the hospital, usually in critical care, and we want to make sure they have every opportunity to have some place that they can just ease their mind just a bit um, so that they can focus even more on the care of their child at the hospital. So when the house is full, then what happens to families who are trying to get in? Typically, we do work off a waiting list. So when we are full, uh, we have a waiting list of families. And as soon as I have a room available, I will call those families that uh, are on my waiting list to see if they are ready to come and stay here at the house. What are some of the situations you've seen over six years you've been here in terms of families coming in and during this season of holidays and having sick children? I remember this one Thanksgiving, we've had a family, they have provided Thanksgiving meal, and they bring their family in to provide a meal, and they all bring different parts of the meal, and it's traditional Thanksgiving fare, and we've had families that have come in that have been staying here and did not expect to get that uh, when they were staying here, and they really, they just became very emotional uh, when they realized that you know, they had a place that they could be together and share that wonderful, bountiful meal that they bring, you know, with the turkey and the stuff and the whole dressing, um, and so that they could be together and realize that. So it's always neat to see those family stories of people getting together and being able to be together to support their child. Uh, it's always fun to see the babies. When they get discharged, they like to come over and take a picture. We have a Ronald bench out front, and so it's always fun to see those babies going home. That's always neat for us. Other kids that are in the hospital, a lot of times when they get discharged, they will come back and visit us so that we can actually meet the children that we've only heard about uh, with the families because we get to know folks here while we're staying here. And, and so it's really special because you do get to know individuals and families and you get to experience a little slice of their life. It may be a very difficult time, but it's very rewarding when you get to see uh, the health of the child improve because they're here to support their child. So is this a nonprofit organization? That is correct. We are largely supported by the community and donations that come in from the community. I want to say thank you. We have a lot of community support, civic groups and organizations in the area that support us. We could not exist and do what we do without the support from those groups. 
we're able to do what we do because folks support the families that are staying here in the house. So thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you for coming. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's Fix It 101. At 10 o'clock, it's Everyday Tech. And at 11, stay tuned for Southern Remedy. I'm Karen Brown wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you'll join us again Monday morning at 830 for the next Mississippi edition, only on MPB Think Radio.